best wrestling podcast in the world. Fact. The road wearing original Pete. The bold leaving. Power of positivity. Keeping it Rollins. The summit. Fact. The homicidal. The genocidal. The ECW loving. Daring young creeping. Mr. No Days Off. Scott. Fact. The biscuit and gravy eating. Naomi loving. Lunatic craving. The melting pot. JP. And you can bank on that. Fact. The Bailey hugging. The interrupting. The Jaeger drinking. Mouth of the Carolinas. Will Stevens. Fact. It's a new day. Yes, it is. I miss you, Darren Young. Little Steven, Darren Young, in a evening gown match with Pat Patterson. Little Steven gets a little French-Canadian in him. If Jeff Hardy's going to face Jay Leno in a steel chairs match, people are just jealous because I got skills. Here's my issue. Is it worse to get beat by one midget or three? Little Steven in a beer drinking contest with Naomi. I have this big issue with people. I don't want to sound like an idiot. Just kept it Rollins. Jimmy Hart. Triple X-Pac. Against Little Steven. In a microphone on a pole match. Anything can happen. Lightweight. If you don't want it, then don't bark it. We're three man back. That's horrible. I don't want to make you look bad. You're buddy. fired, sir. When you want to hear me mess up, Aaron Radio Land. When you want to hear me not mess up, I did not know that. Wow. Wrestling with attitude. When you want your beer, awesome. Welcome to Wrestling with Attitude on Stitcher, Spreaker, and iTunes. Are you waving? Uh, it's such a great day. It's a great day to be here on a great Wednesday. Sorry, we have not been here the last couple of weeks, but unfortunately, somebody was not here. That's right, and that somebody will never be named. But I thought this was raw. Sean, you should take that sign. That would be great. <laughs> what, is he going to SmackDown? Or is no, he going he's to going raw? to a live event on Monday. It's a Monday night, and it's a live event. That's hilarious. Yeah. Wait, uh, it's a it's a live event on Monday. Yes. So they're gonna have like half their roster there, or is it yeah. gonna be SmackDown there? So that's the reason we didn't see the America Alphas this week on SmackDown. Probably. <laughs> yeah, they were at a live, live event. event. Hey, wait a minute! What superstars can we take to on live event? Uh, Kurt Who? Hawkins. <laughs> Uh, All right, here's a question before we really start the show today. Everybody on Periscope and everybody listening, you can tweet us at BIS. You can tweet us at WWA Show. Uh, But what would have, yeah, all the SmackDown wrestlers, if you went to a live event, who is the one guy you wouldn't want? I mean, who would be, what would be the worst possible card? That you would go when you go to a SmackDown live event, and if or a Raw live event, and and if it tops the Miz wrestling three times, oh, he gets some green <laughs> and meat, Bray Wyatt. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Ask him about Sister Abigail, will you? Yeah, I want to know about her. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, you know who who are some su- who would you like? We went to a live event here in Charlotte, and we got to see. Probably the worst thing ever. We got to see The Miz wrestle three times in one night. And do a, a dance-off. Dance with Mark Henry. A dance-off. She is. Uh, Mia. I think her name's Mia, actually. It's Sister Abigail for now well, on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There is another, oh, not warned off, but uh, yeah. Who? Rotundo. Another Rotundo. Yeah. Yeah. There's plenty. 
So anyway, welcome to today's Wrestling with Attitude. Uh, we're still missing Mr. Canlight. He hasn't showed up in like a couple of weeks. I think he's blocked us. Has he? Yeah. I think he's done. Anyway. No, he's not. He's English. They're never done. <laughs> oh, you don't offend somebody again today. I am. Uh, it's the only way I can get him on the show. <laughs> today we got a great show. We're going to do Sound Off. We're also, our top five today will be DDP's top five moments of all time. Don't tweet them out yet. Don't uh, share them on Periscope. And don't say anything with this yoga. That doesn't count. Jerry the King and Brooklyn Brawler. Actually, you know the best I ever saw for a top five, for a live event was uh, Kane, Big Show, in the Hell in a Cell, no, a cage match. It was a live event. In Charlotte. It was in a great. cage match? Yeah, a cage match. Wow. They went all out. Yeah. <laughs> I know. In a live event. For yeah, a live event. Yeah. Nowadays, it's like, all right, two-hour intermission, come back. We'll yeah. have the Miz versus uh, James Ellsworth. Oh. Yeah. You would probably see that. I hope that's your main event, Sean. Ellsworth versus the Miz. Why would you wish that no, upon anybody? No, Why would you wish that? In a mixed tag team match. Oh, oh, oh. At least you get to see Carmella, I guess. Yeah. Anyway, we're also, uh, you know, we're doing top five DDP moments because he's going to WWE Hall of Fame. We'll talk about Beth Phoenix and other things. Uh, we're also going to review Raw, SmackDown, NXT, 205, TNA, Ring of Honor, anything else you want to talk about, we will. Uh, and... We're also going to make picks for this Sunday's Fast Lane. Oh, is that this Sunday? It is this Sunday. Man, I and am so excited. We will share picks. I want to know everybody's thoughts. Um, Kurt Angle versus Undertaker. That was the best. That's another question. What's the best live event you ever saw? You know, Kurt Angle and Undertaker was good. That'd be, yeah. 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 That would have been great to see. I would love to see that. It's about wrestling. So in case um, you, in case the pictures and the titles didn't. Get well, it. you know what? They can't see all that. Oh, they can't see it. All right, no. I thought they could. <laughs> I'm sorry, my bad. I tried to get everything in the picture. <laughs> all right, but first we got a segment here. Actually, before we do that, there's some sad news. Sister Abigail's going. Would you actually play that if she's already dead? I don't get it. I thought she's a ghost. <laughs> but Randy Orton burned the soul. By the way, WWE, I would like to applaud you for the 1940 shack that you just came upon in what, the middle of nowhere. What shack? <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> what if Shaq was in the Shaq? Oh my god. Now you have to play that over again. <laughs> Does That's that count? Horrible. Is Shaq's in the Shaq? <laughs> no. No, that does not count at all. <laughs> so anyway, no, uh you know, Sister Abigail was burned. Which all right, Randy Orton burned a Yes. Is she going to be in the Hall of Fame? Yes. We'll put her in next year's WWE Hall of Fame. <laughs> Sister Abigail. Yeah, I, we did talk about Ivan Koloff. Uh, seriously, note, 
Uh, Ivan Koloff passed away. The Russian bear. Uh, Russian bear passed away. Seriously. Uh, rest in peace to him, mm-hmm. George Animal Steel, and the one that Steven let get away, Nicole Bass, also passed away. What? Yeah. yeah. What? Are you Nicole serious? Bass, yeah, yeah, I'm serious. If you watched TNA last week, they actually had a thing at the end, Nicole Pass, in memory. So I'll. Well, I'm we sad about that one. Yeah, Nicole Bass. Yeah, but you're not sad about Alan Koloff. Oh yeah, Jordan I'm really Steel? sad. But Nicole Bass, I didn't know about. I know that was your girl. No, that was my girl. But anyway, yeah, she made a man out of Valvinas. Oh, yeah. <laughs> all right. Let's get into our great segment that we <laughs> can, love for this. Can, can we do top five Nicole Bass moments? <laughs> <laughs> oh come on! <laughs> really? She had, like, a few. <laughs> There's no top five Nicole Bass moments. There might be. Whoa. Wow, oh. he's hanging at the buzz. Yeah. All right. <laughs> uh, wow, that's a prop to use for our show. Uh, <laughs> I wonder if anyway, it plugs in. <laughs> let's go into our segment that we do every other month. What's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? Uh, what's in the box? <laughs> Oh, I love. Uh, if you don't know what movie that is, you're too young. What movie? And is don't that? ever watch it. What movie? Uh, Sin. Sin is the name of the movie. With a few known actors, you might know him. His name is Brad Pitt, and another one named Morgan Freeman. All right, in case you don't know what what's in the box is, we do it every time we get a WWE loot crate in, and we'll look yes, at it. We, Usually, we split most of the stuff. But I feel like we're not splitting most of it. I feel like there's something in here that the summit has not told me about yet. I did tell you about this. It was coming. And this is going in my personal collection uh, because I will wear it many, many times. Okay. And I'm going to start with it first and foremost. My all-time favorite wrestler right now. All-time? Ooh. Seth freaking Rollins. You know what the great part about that shirt is? It's great. Yeah. Because... Look, and that is nothing against I'm that, tired but of the other stuff. He always look, he his one pet peeve about wrestling shirts nowadays. They're all black. They're all black shirts or just there's no like they don't have any color shirts besides, anymore. Besides New Day. That's they, it. They don't usually And Bailey. Well, Bailey did uh so did AJ. He made a Cena. blue one. So it's nice, but it's like the most generic color. They they always do a black. But that's how it's always been in in yeah. sports. Too small, <laughs> too small for me. Yeah. <laughs> well, luckily somebody's lost a little bit, so I'm in a little bit better shape. So is that work. is that your reward for that? Is Seth Rollins shirt? No, nah, I was getting it anyway. <laughs> Actually, it came in at large. Oh, or super or it's super large. Super then. Large. We have a rock metal die cast that will be on the show. Did you see the other ones that's on the back? Oh, Steven's going out to buy this one on the back as soon as he sees it. No, Uh, we'll probably get it in But this is a rock. (laughs) I don't know, but there's a Bailey one. Oh, we're getting that one. (laughs) We are totally getting that. What else we got? Oh, there's a Kevin Owens one. We might get the Kevin Owens. There's another rock one. We got a cool rock one. We got one with a shirt. And the AJ Styles one that doesn't look like AJ one bit. Then we got a eagle pin. Oh yeah, 
that goes with the rest of my my uh, belts I've got. I'm just going to make a sash out of these things. <laughs> I'm going to make a sash. You'll make a sash? I'll make a sash. All right, go ahead. Uh-oh. And then, oh, 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 this might go on to Hall of Fame. Uh, I will wear this everywhere I go. It's going to go with my scarf. No, what is that? I can't wait to wear this. Melissa's, my wife is going to kill me. Oh, no. It is a fanny pack, <laughs> a WWE championship fanny pack. I love it. Look, you can put your stuff in right here. Look, look at this. Oh, my this God. This is great. WWE is bringing back the fanny this pack. This is great. The Rock Ladies would be gentlemen. jealous. I'm just saying. The Rock would be jealous. Do you want this? No. All right, I didn't think so. I, I, I have a feeling that you will use that way more than I before. am going to wear the world title fanny pack. Oh Why not? God. That's one of the greatest things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> oh, too gosh. Bad, too bad Scott Ely's not here. <laughs> he would be wrestling you for that. Uh, the fanny pack? For the fanny pack, sir. <laughs> And then we got a card that I have to get out. Uh, but I think that would be everything for Is that month. everything? I think so. All right. Oh, there's the card. Nerd, yeah, call me what you want. I got a fanny pack. You know it. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. It's really, yeah, JoJo, you're kind of spot on on that. But okay. John Cena <laughs> card. Okay. Charlotte Flair. KO. Yeah. Ooh. So you got the card. All right. And that's everything that came in the box. Cool. So, and we got a poster for that, but a world, actually, they call it a World Heavyweight Championship Waste Pack. It's basically a fanny pack. Huh. And you get a poster of The Undertaker. Ooh. And a outside the ring with Charlotte Flair. Ooh. Talks about David. Oh. Anyway. That's our what's in the box segment for this month. You still like the first one, don't you? What? The first. Oh, uh, the first one was the best, in my opinion. It was good. I mean, the New Day thing was good, and we got two oh, of them. Oh, yeah. So, but I kind of like this one because the fanny pack. You like because Seth Rollins. And the Seth Rollins. No. <laughs> By the way, I will be wearing this Sunday. Oh, during the pay-per-view. I will be having this on during the pay-per-view. You will have that on? I will have that on with the <laughs> Seth Rollins shirt on at the same time. I'm just warning uh, you and Jeffrey because, you know, right. we're having a fast lane party, which we may periscope. Well, bit. I'm going to be wearing my bright blue Bailey shirt. Of course so you are. I don't want you guys to talk about how bad it was like it was last time. We are. Don't worry. Bang, bang. We are. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> uh, moving on to our next segment that, you know, I hope everybody enjoys that. I mean, because we like doing that with everybody. We like opening the box, letting everybody see what you get. Uh, it's kind of cool because most of the stuff that comes in is a limited edition thing that you get. It's like Christmas every yeah. other month. Yeah, every other month. <laughs> yeah. Let's go into Sound Off. WWA Sound Off, where your voice can be heard. Sound Off, let them know how you feel, that the anger inside is real. Sound Off. All right, this week's Sound Off, which is our top five. You can all, by the way, don't forget you can tweet us at WWA Show Your Top Five if you're not following along on Periscope. 
this week's top five is I thought about Jordan George Animal still this week, but we'll wait to do that. Because uh, there are some George Animal still moments. Oh, right. But there's some. Uh, if you don't, George Animal still is one of the greats. Uh, but this week is DDP top five moments of all time. So follow along with us. We're going to start with number five. Tell us your number five moment. Uh, little Steven, you want to start with number five? Yeah, I'll give it a shot. Um, <laughs> uh, I'm going to go with, uh, you know, people hated this moment, but I'm going to give it to DDP, and I know it's weird, and that's why it's at number five. His stalker moment when he came into WWE. I mean, I know, I know the summit over here hates that moment of DDP, but look, we got to see DDP in WWE. You know how long we waited for him to get there? Why he didn't come over when the rest of them came over? I didn't understand that, but at least we got to see him in WWE. No, it's true. I mean, yeah, no, I'm glad that we got to see him in the WWE. I am. Don't take it away. I, I'm very glad we got to see him in WWE. But we got <laughs> to see a shell of DDP. We didn't get to see the bang, bang DDP. I mean, we. I, I mean, you know, it wasn't the same. And I know it was different time and stuff like that. Uh, and listen, I yeah, I get why you put him on top five. I mean, he was in WWE. I just wish we would have seen him in his prime, really, well, in no. the WWE. We got the it's me, right? It's right. me, it's DDP, right? But it was almost <laughs> like a funny gimmick. It was like the whole Christian thing. I mean, listen, I love Christian oh, and all. Everybody baby. knows that. But that was eh, that was okay. DDP was a lot better than that. DDP in WCW. Was like Flair Hogan on that level. Stone, I mean, he was running WCW the way Stone Cold was running WWF at the time. You know, they were. Yeah. I mean, I he wasn't as popular as Stone Cold, but he now was, DDP was the underdog. That's the thing about DDP. He was that underdog. Well, Stone Cold was underdog for no, but, a while I mean, too before he finally got the title. He was the blue collar. Everyone right. calls him the blue collar man of wrestling because. Who? DDP. So was Stone Cold. Dude, I mean, Stone Cold was the every man's champion because he was going <laughs> against the authority. He was going against Vince. Stone Cold was, no, well, he was that guy that, you know, everyone wanted to be him because he basically told his boss to go shove it. Right. But and yeah. DDP, yeah, they both were blue collar. Hmm. But the different DDP, though, was literally by himself. Now, because they didn't have Linda McMahon or somebody else come out and help him. He was on his own, and he did different things to try to get, like, the park, help La Parker thing and different things he did. Uh, that was funny. No, the La Parker <laughs> thing was funny. But, you know, I was just saying, WCW version, he was Stone Cold in WCW for them at the time. Yeah. Because it, he was the anti-hero. He was the hero. He was against the NWO. He was. He was the first one to go against the NWO that said no. Sting, you know, they did a Sting gimmick, but it was really DDP. No, but Sting, but, NW, but um, DDP was the first one to stand up to NWO. Right. 
That was his whole thing. And that is on my list, but that's later. All right, we'll talk about it. Number five for me is DDP winning the world title for the first time. Uh, you know, I, it was a great moment because he finally won the belt. You know, he, he's been re- – he was an older wrestler. He finally got to the world championship. Uh, I still think they took too long to get him the belt. Yeah. I, he should have got the belt after Macho Man. The Macho Man rivalry. That's when he really well, he reached that next that level. He should have got that belt by the beginning of 98. He should have had that belt. Right. In my opinion. After Starcade, after Sting got that belt, let him have his rivalry. And I say before Bash of the Beach, DDP should have well, had that belt. If you remember at Starcade, after Sting won the belt, they stripped Sting of the belt. You know, and then what was the point of stripping of the belt? I still don't get that. But you could have went with DDP after the Macho Man robbery and let him run with the belt against the NWO. But, you know, that's the one thing I didn't like, and that's something I do want to get into later about DDP as did him and Hogan really get along? Because I have a feeling I think they so. I, I'm, well, who really got along with Hogan? Uh, during I don't that feel time. anyone did. Uh, Kevin Nash, Scott Hall, the guys that were in WO got along with him. But even their stories about them not really getting along. Well, with I'm each sure other. they didn't to a point, but uh, because all of them had egos, man. Yeah. All of them had huge egos. I just think DDP was more, you know, with Eric Bischoff. Him and Bischoff did a lot of the stuff together. Yeah, and they they talk about that a lot. Uh, my number what's your number four? Uh DDP with Carl Malone. Okay. I'm gonna put that on there, man. Against I mean, Hogan and Robin. Oh my gosh. Talk about a heated rivalry you brought in to WCW. I will give WCW credit on this one thing. They I mean, this was during NBA wasn't this during an NBA finals? It was right after the finals. Yeah. Because you can't do it during the finals, but it was right after. Because Rodman now, got in trouble. Well, the one <laughs> thing I'll say for WCW that they did better WWE, I thought they really – they're the ones that started touching on let's bring in these athletes from other sports. Look at Kevin Green Yep. Uh, for the Panthers. Look at Mago McMichael for, you know, the Bears. Look at uh, Rodman. Leno, I mean, then they started bringing Leno and other David Arquette, who's in our WWA Hall of Fame, by the way, which also follows the show. Just saying. We, we still need to try to get David Arquette on the show. One he day. does follow the show. He yeah. liked us. I know. <laughs> so, but, you know, going back, WCW did a great job of bringing these people in, you it know, did. when they were famous. Uh, there was other ones, too. Well, I think WWE did their fair share, too. But they didn't. I don't think they brought in Lawrence Taylor and they had him headline WrestleMania against Bam Bam Bigelow. Yeah, it was good, but LT they WWE WWE did a good job of bringing Pamela Anderson and different people like that. Yeah, but WCW brought in the sports figures a little bit more, I think. Oh, they brought in more sports figures. You're right. And they were more involved. I mean, the best that they got was, you know, LT, Ken Shamrock. I mean, that was really the best WWE really got. Mr. Candlelight is here. Welcome well, to the show. Who's here? I know. Tell me about it. Uh, 
Sir and Steven. You see, I get a sir. You get Steven. I'm good with that. I'm good with that. Uh, number three, because I got the same number four. What's your number three? Oh, you got the same? Yeah, I got Rodman and Hogan. Uh, I got the Melman and DDP versus Rodman and Hogan. Like we were saying, it's huge because that time it brought in another fan base. It brought in the NBA. All right. Well, I one, think WCW did a great job of bringing in a lot of different mm-hmm. fa- uh, fan bases of uh, basketball and everything. Oh, it's top five DDP moments of all time. Um, you know, one guy we don't really like to talk much about on this show, but he is in the number three spot for me. DDP's rivalry with um, Chris Benoit. I don't mind bringing up Chris I Benoit. I know. Show. It's a touchy subject. But How, why is it touchy? It just it, is. Listen, I'm going to end this whole Chris Benoit thing. All right? I don't mind talking about Chris Benoit wrestling because what he did in the ring, yes, he put that as number five already. Under stalking the Undertaker's wife, yeah, so. yeah. Uh, but the Chris Benoit thing on this show, I don't mind talking about Benoit wrestling mm-hmm. when it's outside of wrestling. I'm not talking about, yeah, you know, because listen, inside the ring, Chris Benoit is one of the greatest wrestlers of all time. I agree, wrestlers, yeah, I ain't talking about nothing outside the ring, I ain't got nothing to do with it. Yeah, uh, what he did outside was absolutely horrendous, and everything else that's been said. So well, no his rivalry with uh, DDP was really good. I thought it that good. it brought both of them together. And Raven was in it, too. All three of them, with that, uh, that one match they had, the hardcore match for the TV or for the U.S. belt, that was a really, really good match, man, with the stop sign and everything else. I mean, you know, we talk about a lot of superstars in WCW – Raven was a really cool superstar to me because he was that the guy. Flock? Well, I, it wasn't even the flock Scotty that I really Flamingo. liked. I didn't really like the flock. It was more of I liked Raven because I liked that character. Because at that time, that was the thing. There was a lot of kids that acted that way. I mean, that's it was the punk rock kind of. Well, not even grungy. that. It was just it was the, more grungy. Yeah, it was the f you. I'm going to do everything myself attitude. Right. And, you know, that's that's just how it was then. And I loved – I like Raven because I like his persona, man. Like, I, I just think the guy gets a bad rap because of, you know, some of the stuff he, he's kind of rubbed people the wrong way. Well, but Listen, Raven – you know, you're talking about different wrestler, but Raven was okay. I mean, as far as a wrestler, eh. The character was good, okay? He did a good character, and he was good at hardcore wrestling, hardcore stuff. But, like, technical wrestling, I wouldn't put him with Chris Benoit and other people because he's not that type of wrestler. Yeah. But, you know, if you look at his body of work, no, Raven was probably underrated as far as a ra- overall wrestler goes. It just – he was more – he was extreme, dude. That was him. He was more extreme than he was technical. Yeah. I mean, look at his matches. But uh, going back to top five moments, uh, I got DDP versus Macho Man robbery. Look, say what you want. DDP and Macho Man put DDP on the map. Okay? Yeah. That is what really pushed him to the heavyweight title. 
was that rivalry they had. Uh, and it was personal because I don't think – and you got Elizabeth involved. You got Kimberly involved into it. So you got it a little bit more personal. And the matches were great. Uh, you know, a lot of people say his match with Macho Man at Halloween Havoc was as good as Macho Man and Steamboat at WrestleMania 3. A lot of people compared that rivalry to Steamboat and Macho Man years earlier. It was just some big words. Yeah, which, you know, and they, a lot of people still say it's one of the best matches of all time, which it was. I don't disagree with it. I mean... But the DDP and Macho Man match was great. The rivalry was great. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what right. you got number two? My number two is just his man, him being a manager. Like, you want to talk about a guy that is known for being a wrestler, but his manager. Can you name the first tag team he managed? <sighs> in what federation? It was in, um, it wasn't in WCW. Which, where was it? It was AWA. It was AWA. Okay. But he was always known as DDP, wasn't he? Yeah, but he was named Diamond Dallas Page. I mean, it just, it didn't yeah. say DDP. It no, but Diamond it was Diamond Dallas Page. But when he managed um, the, di- the the Diamond Stud, when he when he managed Scott Hall, that was like some of the coolest work I have ever seen. Like I well, first off, <laughs> how <laughs> how um, uh, Scott Hall got his start in wrestling is just hilarious. And you know his name is Paige Falkenberg. <laughs> of course it is, and he's sixty. Yeah, well, you remember when he got in yeah. to the business? He was like what thirty five until he became a wrestler. I mean, he wasn't supposed to be a wrestler. He was supposed to only be a manager, man. Do you uh, do you remember he was in WWF originally? Do you remember when? No, when? WrestleMania 6. No way. He drove in Rhythm and Blues, the Honky Tonk Man and Greg Valentine. Really? In the pink Cadillac. Yeah. That was him? I do remember that, yes. Wow. That's cool. That's awesome. Uh, bad Company. Paul Diamond, Pat, Pat Tanaka. Uh, Paul Diamond. Bad Company was the first one. The uh, And the Diamond Dolls was his valet. Uh, Colonel De Beers. Uh, Kurt Henning and Medusa. The Diamond Exchange Stable. Kurt Henning and yep. Medusa? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who? Medusa Machilla. He had a stable. Yeah. He had no the Diamond Exchange was a stable in AWA. Huh. Yeah. And it was good. It was really good. That's what I'm saying. Like he was just a good manager. Like you you keep forgetting about DDP's manager um manager career. He had a really good manager career. He, he also had another one, Japanese Express or Orient Express. Oh, I know what you're talking AWA. about. Yeah. But he did the Diamond Exchange was really good. Well, that was his famous one. Yeah. Uh, to me, did you have any more? All right. Number two for me is DDP saying no to NWO. 
uh, on Raw or Nitro, excuse me, uh, on Nitro when NWO gave him a shirt to join, he was the first one to really turn his back on the NWO and say no. He put the shirt on, then he hit the diamond cutter on Scott Hall while Kevin Nash was outside, and you know that it was a huge night. I mean, that's one of the biggest moments in WCW. Yeah, I'm going to piggyback off of that. Yeah. Um, because uh, that's my number one. And you're right. One of the biggest moments because, again, you're at that time, no one went against NWO, and he's the first guy to do it. Do you know how, how shocking that was? Because remember, NWO was this gang. Nobody could beat the NWO. We fear the NWO. And Diamond Dallas is just like, I don't. <laughs> I mean, he he is that guy. And that's what we keep forgetting about this. Like, I don't know if I would count him the best wrestler of all time. Who, DDP? Yeah. No. But would you say one of the best entertainers in the 90s of all time? In the top five. In the top five best entertainers of the 90s, would you put him in that list? In the 90s, I put him as one of the top five. If you're going like guys like – and he wasn't a bad wrestler. He actually improved a lot the longer he was there. It uh, started out he wasn't that good, but he got a lot better. Uh, you know, I would put him as better than Hogan as far as a wrestler. You know, now entertainer, he's probably one of the top ten – of yeah. all time. And, you know, especially in the 90s, the stuff he did with uh, everybody, he did something. Even when he was the the TV champ, the stuff he did. Oh, I loved it when he was TV champ. He does one of the best RKO's in the business. The <laughs> best RKO's in the business. Dude, I had someone argue with me the other day about that. They're like, well, it's the same move. I was like, no, it's not. Well, they both go out of nowhere. Well, they do, but it's not the same move. <laughs> it's kind of the same. Yeah. But yeah. then they tried to tell me the stunner was the same move. I'm like, no, there's a kick involved. There's a kick. So it's not the same. <laughs> so I have a number one that's different than yours. Uh, Jarrett versus DDP in the famous three sales oh. match with and ready to rumble would kind of fit into this. No, did Jarrett? No, you can't. No, no. <laughs> no, no, did no, Jarrett? No. Ver- no, I'm kidding. Jarrett versus DDP with for for that title was huge at the time. It was a good match. It was a good rivalry. That would be my number one. But I also have a code number one because I got to say this: DDP the healer uh, for all his actions for Jake the Snake, Scott Hall, and many others that he helped. Uh, that should be oh. one of the greatest moments that he he still does, Look. you know, and that's part of the reason he should be in the Hall of Fame. Not just, I mean, trust me, he could be in the Hall of Fame just for what he did at WCW, but what he's done for other athletes, other wrestlers is is great. Look, one thing I'll say about DDP is this: what he has done to help wrestlers, to help. Them get back on track. I mean, Jake the Snake was literally on his deathbed when he met. Or, like, like when, when him and DDP got together. Like, he was he was spiral, spiraling out of control. 
By the way, if you haven't watched the documentary on Jake the Snake, you got to watch it. Yeah, I heard it's really good. I haven't had time, but I've heard it's like excellent. Because I don't... Jake the Snake's one of those guys I don't know much about. So, um, but yeah, you know, I mean, you look at that, and it's just what he's done with some of the wrestlers. I mean, Scott Hall. Scott Hall has been clean and sober for a little bit of time now. Which is, I mean, for a guy that's been drunk for 20-something years, you know? Uh, do you have any more? Actually, I do. I got the, good? I mean, the one, I can't believe he didn't mention it. Which one? Well, there's two. Uh, one, go ahead, mention other ones. The the one with uh, La Parca. The La Parca incident <laughs> was good. I didn't put my top five because of the other ones I had. Uh, and... Listen, the WWE run was fine. Him and Christian in the ring, it was funny, but it wasn't as good as what he did WCW. Yeah. And then I actually had another one when he was in the Rumble a few years ago. I put that up there because he still got it. The man is in his 60s and still could hit a diamond cutter. The man man can go. Uh, Another one you could put in there is the Jay Leno thing. I mean, yeah. he, he he did that match with Leno as well. Uh, and let's not... He had a great movie career, too. Um, <laughs> Ready to Rumble is a good movie. I'm sorry. Well, that's what I mentioned. The great Rumble. movie. All right, you got anything else? No, that's it, man. All right, everybody on Periscope, stick around. We got a couple more shows for you. Everybody that's listening on Stitcher, Spreaker, iTunes, stick around. Or follow, listen to the next show. Uh, we will go into review of Raw, SmackDown Live, uh, Sister Abigail getting burned up, NXT, and 205. Oh. And maybe some TNA, TNA Impact, maybe people teleporting to the WWE. You're listening to Wrestling with Attitude. Self-high-five.